Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, queens. I hope that you are all doing well today and that you are ready to make some things happen for yourself this week and moving forward throughout the rest of this year. We've got a great show lined up for you today, and of course, as you know, our theme all this month is, you know, all about expectations. You know, how important are expectations? What should we be expecting? So we're going to discuss all this month in various topics, expectation versus reality, So as we fastly approach this holiday season, it is so important to evaluate and set goals that are going to get you results. However, you have to remember that without the structure, without action, and without implementation, then what you expect and the results that you get will not be the same, right? And so the important thing here is to learn to be committed to whatever it is that you are so that your expectations and your reality can be one and the same. And that is very, very important because oftentimes it's not unusual for us as women. This is kind of one of our commonalities. You know, we are multitaskers. We are nurturers. We do what we have to do to make things happen sometimes. But that's not always the best thing as the CEO in the business perspective, right? And so sometimes we have this tendency to just move forward, even when we don't know what we're doing, or even when we don't know about a particular topic or a particular subject, uh, case in point. You know, yes, many of us are on social media, and sure, we all know how to post, but knowing how to post and knowing how to properly market on social media are two different things. So we can't expect to gain business from social media. We can't expect to get more followers and call people to action, thereby uh, them clicking on our call to action links and, and generating more leads. We can't expect that if we aren't experts in that and know how to do it. And so, again, just posting is not enough. And so if you are expecting to generate a lot of your leads from social media, but you are not working on the right path with getting someone to assist you or figuring out whose expertise you can tap into to help you, guess what? Then those expectations are going to be a letdown because you may not know everything there needs to be in your social media um, content. You may not know the strategy, the proper strategy that you need to be utilizing for your industry. Or let's say that you are capable of marketing via social media because you do understand it, but you've not taken the time to actually create a strategy or build it out, that you're not consistent with your social media. So this is a good example for you of what I'm saying for all of this month as we talk about expectations versus reality is that one of the reasons why a lot of women are not being as successful in business is because their expectations, right, are not matching the reality. And the reason is, is because 
they are not properly structuring. They are only depending on themselves. They're not getting the assistance that's properly needed. And one of the things that I've been trying to drive home on Successful Woman Radio for the last few years is about the understanding of being a good CEO for your company. Because that is the mode that you have to get into. It's not that you are in, uh, incapable of getting in that mode. As a matter of fact, statistics show that women make the best CEOs, right, because we are very versatile. Oftentimes because we have to switch channels and find solutions and, you know, and, and do things on the fly, right? But that's not all the time. And we, know, we need to learn how to be balanced. We need to learn how to be structured. But we also have to get real with ourselves because, you see, I know for a fact that a lot of the times we don't see the results that we're looking for and haven't made the right type of commitment. We really don't have the right type of belief system within ourselves to support us during challenging times. And as a result of that, we don't necessarily succeed like we want to. And so I'm here to encourage you to let you know that there are solutions to let you know that it's not all about not having enough money to be successful. It's not all about the right um, skills. It's not always about all of that. It's not always about a business plan. I think that the main thing that's necessary is for you to understand your role as the CEO of your company and what you should be doing to help your company grow based on your own talents, right? And then your ability to lead teams of people to get you to where you need to be and stop, and, and stop thinking that you are the one that's supposed to do everything, okay? I think that's what's very important. And oftentimes, as a result, Women have this tendency, if they need a website, they want to go take a class or get a book and learn how to do their website, and then they have to experiment. And as a result, it goes on and on and on and on until um, months or years later, they realize, gee whiz, I still don't have a website. So this is the very thing that I'm talking about, and that's what this month is all about, is helping you to overcome a lot of those um, those those CEO those CEO skills that we lack to overcome those skills that are holding you back because many of us do have those and we and, and if we want to see results for the rest of this year then we've got to learn to get out of our own way right and I include myself on that because I can be hard headed sometimes but I have been in business long enough and I have experienced enough failures and enough successes to be able to share with you the correct way that we need to be thinking, the right mind path that we need to be taking in order for us to be the queens of our own empire. And you better believe that um, you're going to be amazed at the fact that oftentimes your belief will take you all the way to where you need to be. See, when you believe in yourself, when you take quick and immediate action on your dreams and your goals and the things that you want to happen in your business, you are focused on the end result and not so much about you doing everything, but you're more focused on who's going to help me get this done so that I can shorten my learning curve, so that I can 
move things along and 10x my business faster and start seeing myself generate some income. And see, that should be your main concern as the CEO. If you started a business, you birthed this business, and the business has been, you know, moving along for three to five years, and you haven't really made any money to sustain your own in- your own salary, your own income, personal income, and then you don't have the money for your business, then that becomes a problem because what it means is that the lack of leadership is 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 missing. Leadership is missing. There's a lack of leadership, and it means that you as the CEO, you've got to get on your P's and Q's, right? You've got to make some things happen. And so I'm here to tell you that as we move forward in this year, which seems to want to run away from us, right? As we move forward with this year, and it's moving quickly, here we are in October, it is not too late to make some things happen. But what you will have to do is you will have to be realistic. You will have to uh, realize that unless you have a team of project managers spearheading different things for you, that you can't bombard yourself with too many goals to try to accomplish for the rest of this year year because we only have, what, three and a half months left. What you will have to do is to basically pick your business battles, pick your goals, right? You've got to figure out what it is, what what are a few things that you want to accomplish for the rest of this year. And then in addition to that, let's not forget that this is strategic planning time, right? And so it's definitely time for you to plan your strategy. It's definitely time for you to start figuring out what needs to be happening, especially first quarter of 2023, right? And so, again, I'm very excited to talk about strategic planning. Got something special for you guys, uh, a special webinar that I am planning that's coming up that will be announced next Monday, right? Um, But strategic planning is one of those things that you can't do without because it's what's going to help you to build your roadmap and give you some guidance. And the other important thing about it, you know, is that with strategic planning, if something's not working, you can go back in and tweak it and actually pull that piece of it out so that you can figure out why you're not getting the results you want. But when you don't have anything written down, when you don't have anything to guide you, then, again, it's very, very difficult to plan any type of business success at all. So I want you guys to take these words of wisdom, and I want them to, uh, for you to hold them uh, dearly to yourself because they are indeed very, very important. So today we are going to be talking a little bit later on in the show about quick riches versus profitability, right? And we're going to be talking about why starting a business should not be thought of as some type of get-rich-quick scheme, right? And we're going to talk about profitability and how it should be built. And I'm going to give you guys, um, you know, some really solid advice about profitability and how to attain it. Okay, so, you know, definitely get your notepad out, your Successful Woman Radio Journal. If you have one, get it out because I'm going to be giving you some great information today. Again, I want to remind everyone that for the rest of this year, I am encouraging you to read The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. I think it's a very, very important 
uh, book for any woman who is trying to understand who she is, how she functions, how she operates, what she needs to do. Uh, it, it, it is very important on a very basic level, right? Because when you learn about your subconscious mind, how it functions, how it has a huge role in almost 90 plus percent of your bodily functions and how it works with the subconscious mind, then you are able to then better control. You're better able to use your own personal power, right? And I think that is very, very important. And I just want to um, encourage all of you, if you haven't gotten your copy yet, because I think it's one of the best books out that really talks about what the subconscious mind is. Um, and again, it's The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy, and uh, it is that good, okay? And I'll be reading just a short excerpt in a moment uh, for you uh, as we talk about the subconscious mind uh, for the rest of this year. And again, I first understood and learned more about the subconscious mind from my own frustration for trying to understand why is it that I did the things that I did, Right? Or why do I do the things that I do? Because it's still a present tense thing for me. And I'm always seeking and searching for more understanding of that. But certainly when I learned about how the subconscious mind can sabotage, how the subconscious mind can heal, how the subconscious mind can help you to bring about your own wealth, your own abundance, it can help you to manifest how the subconscious mind can do all of that. It became intriguing to me to better understand who I am, to better understand how uh, I am able to manifest, and, and most importantly, to understand how my subconscious mind, again, works along with my conscious. I needed to understand that. And so, again, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy, ladies, add this to your success library. You can't go wrong with that. It is 12.14 after the hour. I want to welcome everyone to the show. Hopefully everyone can hear me clearly. I am actually versus my microphone. I'm actually utilizing my headset. So hopefully everyone is able to hear me and um, I'm coming through loud and clear. And if anyone has any problems with that, if you have my cell phone, you're more than welcome to text me and let me know that you can't hear me. But hopefully you guys are able to hear me clearly. I want to go ahead right now and I want to talk about something that as business women, we tend to still have problems with, and that is following up. Um, you know, the communication system is one of the key things that needs to be happening uh, with us as business women, and yet many business women don't have a follow-up system. But the follow-up system in and of itself is essential because it's going to allow us to stay in communications with prospects, our leads. It's going to help us to stay in communications with our customers. It's going to help us to not be as stressed and feel overworked because we are properly following up and we're not letting things fall through the cracks. So again, a follow-up workflow, a follow-up process is very, very important. And so I just want to remind you that if you are not staying in touch with your contacts, okay, this includes your prospects and your customers, 
then you're doing yourself a great disservice and you've got to rectify that. You've got to correct it um, because it's all a part of being a successful business. So I just quickly want to run over these few things with you as we um, talk about doing this segment, uh, following up things that you need to do to follow up, right? So the first thing I think is important is for you to define what follow-up actually means to your business industry, because every industry is so different, right? Some industries require uh, initial follow-up letters and presentations. Uh, some follow-up might be, some people's follow-up system might be automated to send a sequence of emails out, right? Uh, and then after you figure out what that is, what needs to happen in your follow-up process, now it's time for you to actually build out a follow-up system complete with your email sequences or template letters that can be customized, marketing materials um, that you might need, and phone scripts that you might need if you have to actually close the sale over the phone, okay? And that's very, very important. The third thing that I want to remind you about following up is that you need to become sticky to all of your contacts, not just your current customers or clients, but everyone, right? You must have a way to stay in front of everyone. Most people experience, get this, hundreds or even thousands of images and messages every single day. So the one thing that you need to know is that whatever you send to them, it needs to be of value, and that's very important. So this is why oftentimes in the marketing world now, they highly recommend that people opt in to your mailing list, that, they not that you not just go to a networking event and then come home and enter everybody's name and email into your marketing system, or just because you talk to someone, or just because someone inquires about your services, you decide you're going to be the one to add them into your marketing system. What they're saying that you should always do is simply just send those individuals uh, links with, you know, an invitation, which, which is an invitation for them to join your mailing list and tell them what the value of doing that is going to be, which is so very, very important. Even if you're talking to that individual on the phone, you can say, is it okay if I go ahead and add you to my opt-in list? Uh, every week you're going to receive really valuable information. Sometimes I send handouts as well. Is it okay? You can opt out at any time. If they say yes, then go ahead and do it. But here's why it's so important. It is because it is a known fact that individuals who have personally taken action to opt in to a mailing list will not opt out, first of all. The second thing is, is that um, they are more likely to be the ones to click and read what you are sending them because they have some interest in what you have to say. Those people that you're just adding, a lot of those people will feel offended because you never asked permission to send them anything. And then a lot of them will uh, be familiar with you so they won't opt out, but they never click through. They never click through. They never, they never look at what you send. Uh, as a courtesy, they don't want to be rude, so they won't opt out, but they will never look at it. So, again, I'm sure many of you have experienced that before, and this is something that you have to be very, very mindful of. So when you become sticky to your contacts, that means that you have to have a communication system that you are connecting with everyone in your database at least two to three times a week at minimum, right? 
So it's very, very important. And let us not forget, if you have just a small number of clients or a small database, let's not forget that there are other wonderful ways to be sticky as well. Uh, let's not forget the handwritten notes and cards, right? People are very surprised when they receive every, things in the mail today. Why? Because most people are emailing, okay? Um, the other thing that I think is very, very important as well Samples of your product, free trials of your service, discount coupons with expiration dates, I might add, for your products and services, and then um, subject-specific e-newsletters to show that you are an expert in your field, I think is very, very important. So, for example, if you were a hairstylist, you wouldn't send an email that says, you know, 23 ways to market your business, right? Because that's irrelevant to hairstyling, Right. Um, and it doesn't show your expertise, but you can send an email with the subject line to say, you know, five ways for easy hair growth, okay? Women are always interested in learning more ways to grow their hair, right? Uh, you can send an email subject line as a hairstylist that says the three top colors for the fall season, right? Because women often want a new color come fall or winter. They want a color in their hair. So again, you want to make sure that as you look at your e-newsletter uh, campaign, that the subject lines are interesting, they are relevant uh, to your industry and to the individuals who you're trying to pique the interest of so that they will click through. And always, but always, you don't want a long, drawn-out e-newsletter. You just want snippets, right? But you always want to call individuals to action about some sale, some service, something of value that you have to offer where they have to click through and actually sign up, register in order to get it, right? This allows you to keep up statistically and know how uh, things are going with your email marketing system, okay? And last but not least, remember that there are important dates that you should be remembering. You should be remembering birthdays, anniversary dates, when someone started their business, you know. Um, you should be remembering these types of dates because you can set up general databases to send out emails to all of those people who have birthdays in April, to all of those people that have birthdays in May, and you can customize it with a first name, all automated in your email system, okay? So, of course, none of the things that I've just mentioned will work if you haven't properly set up your contact database and if you have not set up a really good follow-up system and a workflow to know how it all is supposed to be rolling out. So at the end of the day, a good follow-up system is definitely going to require, okay, that you take some time and that you say to yourself, from the time a person connects with me, um, and throughout their lifespan, what should be happening. That's very key, right? Very, very important. So I want you guys to think about that as you think on the topic of following up because that's a very, very important part. At this time, I want to go ahead and go right to um, the five new questions of leadership. Uh, definitely want all of those to know that if you're new to the show, I want to thank you so much for being 
with us here at Successful Woman Radio today. I want to just let you know who we are and what we do. Uh, Successful Woman Radio is all about helping you, the businesswoman, to be successful. We're all about helping you to create a successful life, generating that income you desire. And we do that every Monday. Every Monday, we help you to set your work week so that you can stay motivated, encouraged, and inspired to do the things that matter to you when it comes to your business, right? And we remind you of important things that you need to be doing. So again, I just want to say welcome and to make sure you mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 noon Eastern. For those of you that are longtime listeners or you've been listening to the show, don't forget to bless the life of another woman just by sharing the show with one, two, or three people um, and letting them know about Successful Woman Radio because, trust me, when you bless the lives of others, when you share good resources with others, it's going to come back to you, push down, shaking together, running over. I know that it does. I experience it every single day. And now we're going to go ahead and move right into the five new questions of leadership. Well, ladies, question number one is, what's your functionality today? Are you a procrastinator or an action taker? You know, you really have to sometimes think about that. How you wake up is essential. It is directly connected to how your workday is going to flow. If you are waking up and you're not preparing your mind for greatness and you're not the first person to tap into your subconscious mind, you're, you're not the first person to utilize your personal power, then you really have to ask yourself, who's using it, right? Who is tapping into my mind? Is it CNN? Is it, you know, someone that I called instead of preparing my mind for greatness? So preparing your mind for greatness is one of the first things you should be doing. Why? Because it's going to help you to not procrastinate. It's going to take you to another level of encouragement, of motivation within yourself. It's going to help you to use a high form of your personal power to be an action taker. Yes, it's going to help you to be the queen of action. And so that's why it's so very, very important that you do prepare your mind for greatness, right? So, again, the key here is that you want to be the queen of action. You don't want to procrastinate. You don't. Here's number two. Are you on target with your sales and profit goals this week or month? You know, this is a very important question. Um, money is, is very um, odd topic for women. You have some women that have a crazy relationship with money, and they are letting money control them instead of them controlling the money. And so, again, we have to really keep this in perspective and understand and know that if you are the CEO of your business, if you are in business to make money, you cannot go without knowing your sales and profit goals. You must have them so that you have a benchmark for where you're going to start. That way you can then look at when things aren't happening as you hope then you can figure, try to figure out what's going on. Without goals altogether, it's difficult to hold yourself accountable, okay? Here's number three. What offers do you need to create to reach your sales and profit goals, right? Well, we all know that most of the time in the world of Internet today, you have to have some type of compelling offer to, to give, to, to show people 
um, what you do and your credibility and your authority in the area that you specialize in, right? Whether it is a service or a product, right? So you have to have some type of compelling offer. If you are a service business, this means that you need to have a landing page with um, an offer that is going to be free, no cost, but it's going to be of value. And you, you not only may have a video on that landing page, but you also have some bullet points. Uh, showing the benefits of them having that product. And in the right-hand column, you're going to have the sign-up box, which allows them to easily sign up for the product. Now, just having the landing page, of course, is not enough. A landing page is just one piece in the workflow of generating a lead, right? And landing pages are the foundations of your lead, actually. But along with the landing page to, you know, make your offer on, you also need to have a way to call people to action to even get them to the landing page, right? This is where you're going to come up with creative posts. This is where uh, you might do a podcast calling people to action to a certain domain name, which goes to your landing page. This is where you might try to get speaking engagements or, you know, uh, networking events, the opportunity to connect and present to that group. If you have products, this is where you may decide to do a Facebook Live where you are introducing the product. And if anybody would like a sample of the product, then you can give them a domain name to go to the opt-in and get their free sample. So these things are very important as far as offers are concerned. And you definitely, in order for you to increase your sales and your profit goals, you have to have some type of compelling offer. That's where it starts because first you have to market in order to attract others to what you have to offer, but then to attract them, you're going to attract them usually to either a direct service or product page for sale or you're going to attract them to a landing page that's, that's giving them some type of free offer that's relevant and valued. Okay, um, so now as we discuss these new questions, I want you guys to remember that as you answer the questions, your answers should also impact you taking actions in several ways because you may have realized through your answers that certain things are not done. You know, oh, I don't have a sales and profit goals. Let me go and set my goals. Let me figure out what that needs to be. Oh, I don't have a compelling offer. Oh, let me schedule a power talk with Trina to discuss more about a compelling offer and what a good compelling offer might be for my type of business, right? And here's number four. Is your marketing strategy in place? Oftentimes, I find that no matter how many times I say it, there's just a large number of women that are hard-headed and refuse to have a marketing strategy prepared. They refuse to, to develop that marketing strategy. As a matter of fact, on average, more than, you know, 50% of the, you know, small business force who are owned by women don't know their target market at all haven't taken the time to know what their target market is. And without really knowing your target market, it's like you're just kind of casting whatever out there in the open sea and hoping something comes back to you. And that's really not the most effective way. I want you to think on that. Last but not least, 
I want you to remember about marketing is that there are four core areas in, in today's 21st century, four core areas that you need to be most concerned about. Your marketing strategy, you've got to incorporate social media. You've got to uh, incorporate advertisement, whether it's online or offline. You've got to figure out what's best for you. You've got to incorporate email sequences, right, through your workflow. And you've got to incorporate videos, okay? Those are the four areas that you've got to really look at. Last but not least, number five in the five new questions of leadership on a scale of one to ten, you need to ask yourself, what's your belief level, right? What is your belief level? As I said earlier, belief really is at the core of success. If you really want to know why people aren't being successful in business, it really has a lot more to do with their belief level um, than it has to do with, you know, lack of planning and not enough working capital, you know, all of those usual things that you hear. But at the end of the day, when you believe in yourself, you're going to get out of, uh, and you believe in the business that you are trying to start, you're going to get out of your own way. And you're going to let other people who are more experienced than you help you. You're going to learn how to leverage the talent and potential of other people. And you may be saying, yeah, but Coach Trina, you know, what if I don't have the money to do all of that? See, that's the thing. It's like every time you hear things that you need to be doing, you want to ask yourself, you know, basically, what is it that you need to be doing in order to make things happen? You want to yourself that question. I want to encourage all of you, and this is very, very key. I want to encourage all of you to make sure, okay, and I hope you guys are listening. I want you to make sure that you understand money does not make you. You make it. So there, where there is a will, there is a way of you being able to put things into action and make things happen. But see, that has a lot to do with the belief level. Because when you don't have the right belief level, you start asking yourself all kind of crazy questions, right? And you start wanting to put the blame on everything as to why you can't do what you need to do to help your business be more successful. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, Trina, but I don't have the money to pay for a marketing person to help me. I don't have that. I don't have this. So I have one simple answer for you, okay? Y'all are not going to like it, okay? But I just have come to the realization that we just really don't even need to be in business if we're not going to do things right, okay? If we're not willing to be the best CEO by getting out of our own way so that we can grow this thing and create the right kind of team, yes, you can't have, you may not have money to spend on everything, but the big thing is, is that you have got to make sure that you are functioning at a high capacity as a CEO, and that means that, that you are doing what you do best, okay? You're doing what you do best, right? And that is very, very key. And I can't tell you guys how many times I have had someone to say to me, I don't have the money right now for for this or that or for a website for my business or for this or that, and turn right back around a few weeks later and say, hey, just want to let you know I'm not going to be available for our session because I'm going to uh, an exclusive vacation in Hawaii or in Barbados. And I'm saying to myself, I thought they told me they didn't have any money to take care of their marketing or to do this or to create or get their website done. But see, you know, it just goes to show you that 
We spend money on what we want to spend money on, on what we value. If we think it's valuable, if, if, if it's what everybody else is doing, we have this tendency to want to spend the money. But when it comes to always spending the money in the right place, for women, we just won't do it sometimes. And as a result, we're going to keep getting the same results in our business over and over again until we understand that we have to get out of the way. We do have to invest in our own businesses and we have to make things happen. And of course, a lot of everything that we want success in is, is based on our belief system. Your belief is truly tied directly to your action. If you're taking action, you should automatically see your goals being accomplished to do items marked complete on your checklist, and you should not even be feeling alone because you understand the importance of leveraging the talent and potential of other people to help you. You understand that importance, right? And so there you have it, five new questions of leadership. Ask these questions of yourself as often as you need to to make some things happen in your life, in your business, right? It is 1236 after the hour. Don't click off. Don't hang up because I still have more incredible information to share with you today. Coming up, guess what? Coming up, we definitely are going to talk about the strategic plan a little bit. And then I am going to be giving you some information on our theme topic. You know, as we, as we look at expectations versus reality, today we're going to talk about quick riches versus profitability. So I'll be doing that uh, in just a few minutes on the theme topic. But for right now, I want to go back and I want to ask all of you, have you started with your strategic plan yet? Have you started working on it yet? Because it is so important for you to have your strategy built out, okay? Why? Because when you get to January, you want to make sure basically in December that you've already set everything to go in your marketing software, right? Whether it's MailChimp, whether it is MailerLite, whether it is some other uh, email marketing system that you have, you want to make sure that you've completely automated yourself the first quarter of 2023, you want to make sure that if there are any new changes that have needed to be happening on your website, you want to make sure that that is being done. You want to make sure that anything that you needed to get done graphic-wise is done, any, any new processes in, content, in your content, like maybe you need to have five new articles written, um, your social media content calendar. Uh, maybe you need to have some new social media uh, uh, things made, some templates, maybe you need to have that done. Heck, maybe overall you need to just have your brand re, redone, right? New colors, new graphics, new logo uh, refreshed. All of that can't, you can't do all of that come first quarter and expect results in first quarter as well. It's just not going to happen, right? Because everything has to be done in decent and proper order. This is why now is the time to really be planning yourself strategically for your business. But here are some of the challenges with that. We are running right into the holiday season, and there are several things going on during the holiday season. Number one, uh, a lot of business women are planning 
their holiday campaigns, especially if you're in direct sales and network marketing, if you have products that are really compatible with the holiday season. Um, a lot of people are really working hard to get their holiday campaigns um, prepared because as women, usually we are managers of our home. And we are also having to prepare for guests that might be coming in town or guests that are coming um, for gatherings at our home during the holiday season. Kids may be getting out of school and you're trying to plan activities for the children to stop them from being bored. So many things will start getting in the way as you want to plan for um, not only your holiday campaign, but your business strategy. And so, again, this is why... Usually your business strategy, you're planning starting in August, right? But I want to encourage you, girl, go ahead and schedule some time on your planner. Every day you need to be giving, if you can, one or two hours towards your business strategy. Now, there's always a pre-strategy phase, things that you need to be doing before you can even begin to write out your business strategy and say what it's going to be. Um, you need to be in, in the pre-phase, which is compiling things, okay? Uh, so, again, as a reminder, you want to compile your checking account statement since January. You want to go ahead and generate a report on your click-through ratio from your email marketing system. Um, you want to determine which are the, going to be your leading products, right? And you also really want to identify which products and services did not fail, the marketing campaigns that seem to really get take notice, people people opted in for different things, and the marketing campaigns that didn't work, okay? How many new contacts opted into your free offers for the year so far? You want to know that. You want to know your average sales monthly. You want to know what improvements are needed um, in the business and what needs to actually be eliminated. So you want to know all of those things, right? Why? is because now that you have all of those things compiled, you're going to need to go back and refer to those things because, you know, once you go through the pre-strategy phase, now it's time to actually develop your strategy. So the good thing is, is that um, I am writing a comprehensive article on developing your strategy. It should be ready this week, as, and we will be sending out emails for everyone to read it. Thoroughly, we're also creating a webinar that will be announced next week, and it will be held later on this month so that I can give you even better understanding of developing your business strategy. But I thought I would still go back and remind you one more time about the importance of the strategic plan. Not having one can put you back three to six months of not making any profit, right? Because remember, if you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. I mean, it's just as simple as that. And that is the phrase that is so true to its very, very word. 12.42, after the hour, you're listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. Hey, queens, I want to remind you, if you have not joined Women About Biz, if you're new to the show and were invited by someone, I want to encourage you to go to womenaboutbiz.net. Again, womenaboutbiz.net. And I want to encourage you to sign up for our free membership. So when you go to womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra.net, womenaboutbiz.net, wanted to get that in there one more time. Uh, once you get there, in the top right menu bar, just click on join today, and you'll see the free membership text link. And become a free member 
The free membership uh, gets you into our extensive library of business how-to articles, right? You can listen to the Successful Woman Radio Show. Um, you can look at our Business Ideas Club, our Business Startup Club. So it can be just being a free member does get you access to a lot of our things that we consider very valuable, right? And it also gets you familiar with our family of business women, and it gets you familiar to how we can help you to grow or start your business. So definitely make sure you have signed up for our free membership, right? And then from there, um, you know, you will get notices of the show, uh, and get get information that will help you to stay informed so that you can start making the money that you want in your business. So we're going to go ahead right now and move into our topic for today. Again, just to let you know, our theme all this month has a lot to do with success. It's expectations versus reality. In other words, it's important for us to keep ourselves on the page of reality as much as we possibly can. That doesn't mean that we can't dream. It doesn't mean that we can't have high expectations for ourselves and set those expectations. But the difference is, is that when you set expectations and fail to take the proper type of action to make things happen, your reality will be quite different than your expectations. And it gives you a letdown, right? It can push you back and and cause you to feel so many ways, right? So we want to make sure that as you move towards doing some things in your business for the rest of this year, that you are setting goals responsibly, that you are really ready to be the type of CEO that is going to let other people help you to get you to where you need to be, okay? Very, very important. So today we're going to talk about quick riches versus profitability. Again, quick riches versus profitability, okay? So as I start this topic, I want to let you know that often people start businesses with the thought that money will flow in and out of their businesses very quickly. I mean, it's, it's a part of the excitement, you know, the potential of what a business can be. But for those of us who've already started a business, we know that it's not always that way, right? We know that it takes hard work, dedication. It takes uh, systems and structures and workflows, right? And it also takes the right belief system. So starting a business is not a get-rich-quick scheme, and that is why there has to be the proper mindset when you're starting or when you're trying to grow. The aim is to make a profit and with the proper management reap great rewards, and that is so very, very important. And I hope all of you know this because sometimes um, as businesswomen, we can get knocked off of our uh, we can get knocked off of our goals. We can get knocked off track because someone will come along and want to present an opportunity to us and just say, ooh, I do need extra money. I do need this. I do need that. But you have to pick and choose, right? You, you can't say yes to every good thing. You can't say yes to every good thing. By the way, that's something that my grandmother told me one time when I was a teenager, and I just kind of hung on to that and didn't understand it all of what she was saying until I was an adult and I had experienced a few things. But really, 
not you you can't say yes to every good thing literally means is that you're gonna have some excitable things come your way. You're gonna have some things come your way that you can really get grab hold to and believe in. But it doesn't always mean that you say yes to it. Right? You can't say yes to every good thing or else you're gonna divide yourself into so many pieces that you will be a very dysfunctional individual and you won't be accomplishing anything. So your love and your passion have to stay true to that which you first birthed, right? So if you birth a business, it's just like a baby. You can't abandon the baby to move forward to something else. You've got to first make a decision as to whether or not you want to keep that business going or you're making a decision to close the business down because it wasn't really what you wanted. Then you can move on to something else. But what you shouldn't do is start a business and then right after you start a business, then go and start something else as well, okay? You have to be very careful about that. Now, there are exceptions to the rule, but the rule is, let's, let, let's say that, for example, you started a service business, but you also had multiple services that you were going to be offering in that business, but, they, but you were doing it as an affiliate. In other words, there are other people that will be providing the service, so it won't impact or put a heavy workload on you. It's a matter of providing uh, the link, and it's a, a matter of referring the service, right? That's different. That's different. But what you can't do, that, that's okay to do it that way. But what you can't do is start multiple businesses that all depending on you to fulfill the service are all depending on you to sell the product. It doesn't work that way, okay? Now, does this mean that you shouldn't ever hope to have multiple businesses? No, I have multiple businesses in my empire, okay, my assets. I have multiple businesses. But what you should do is make sure one business is successful and generating a profit before you move on to the next. That's kind of how you do it. And even then, you want to make sure that you maybe have someone else managing that other business so that you can have better objectivity to look overall at how your empire is running. So I want you guys to keep that in mind. Now, here are some of the reasons why quick riches should not be the end game here, right? Uh, many businesses are going to fail a few times before it actually they actually kick off. Running a business is going to require some investment, okay? It's going to require some investment. And depending on the type of business that it is, it may take months or years before you, you break even, okay? It just depends, okay? But by the way, breaking even doesn't uh, – waiting that period of time doesn't mean that you're not paying yourself because your income – is a part of the expenditures of the business, right? Your net profit, meaning the profit that you realize after all expenses have been paid, is a different number. So when I talk about the fact that you may not break even for months or years, it doesn't mean that you may not get the chance to pay yourself as far as an income is, uh, is concerned in your expense category. It simply means that you may not have a profit in your business for that period of time, okay? Keep that in mind, okay? There's always, number three is that there are always going to be unforeseen factors. There's always going to be challenges and things that pop up. You have to be ready to meet those, right? Uh, you may have thought that one, one target audience was the right audience, and then you learn nobody's even responding to your email, so you've got to go back out and do research all over again and try to figure out your target market for your particular service or product. 
Um, and then usually more than one income streams are oftentimes needed, right? And then it takes time to nurture and grow your business. It just does. It takes time. And really the success formula with any business is to start slow and then grow large, right? Your gain momentum as you begin to have your foundation set and you begin to have everything you need, you'll begin to then gain momentum and be able to put a lot of different things in place and start generating that income that you desire. So again, that's very key that you think about these things because some people are you know, looking at a lot of different businesses as though they, are, they will be able to provide them with all of the income that they need right away every day. And that's not just the case always, right? And even for those people that seem to have those get-rich-quick stories, that's not true of them. It, most of the time, they have worked years to get to where they are, and they are just now finally seeing the payoff, Right? But it doesn't mean that they started something two days ago and then all of, a, all of a sudden they're making a million dollars. It doesn't work that way. Now, I have seen people properly structure their business, and I have seen them generate great income starting in 30 days. Um, but I have never seen anyone right away make hundreds of thousands of dollars or even $100,000 just starting a business that first 30 days because you literally have to have um, the following, you have to have a certain number of people to purchase that average product price or service price, right? So it's very important to understand that and stay on the path of real. It will always lead you better than um, thinking that, hey, I'm going to jump ship over here on this business and go to the next because this one sounds better. Keep that in mind, okay? Now, profitability, how do you attain it, okay? What is profitability all about? Well, profitability means that after all of your expenses have been paid, uh, you actually can see a net profit. You actually can see money that's clear and free for you to utilize however you want to um, because everything is taken care of, right? And you want that kind of profit. And again, I want to specify that your income should always be included on your cash flow as an expense because it is, Right? So when you're talking about, you know, looking at your cash flow analysis for your for projected profits and goals and all that good stuff, your income always should be in the expense column. So it, the net profit then is still clear and free because you've already paid yourself. Keep that in mind uh, as you look at planning your business because you have businesses, for example, like restaurants. The average statistic for a restaurant to make money is usually within three to five years. And some people will start thinking, they're like, oh, my gosh, you mean I, I won't get paid? I'm making money? For no. We're talking about the average time to see net profit in a restaurant business is between three to five years. However, it also means that as the owner, you're still including yourself as in the profit, in the, I'm sorry, in the expense category. So your income can be taken care of, okay? And then it just depends on what type of restaurant. You know, I have a client that started um, a wings and a sub shop, and she saw profit in the first 30 days. So she didn't have to wait three to five years, right? But I think we were talking about restaurants that are much larger, sit-down restaurants, um, you know, that require a larger number of employees and that kind of thing. So I want you guys to understand how important it is 
um, for you to think on profitability and how to attain it. So let's get started with that. A profit helps you to grow your business as well as give you that spending power. So the first thing you want to do um, to really set the foundation to be a profitable business is understand your financials. Basic financial literacy is totally needed before beginning a business. Understanding what revenue, profit, and expenses mean is, is pivotal, right? Also take into consideration that if you can't do it, you need someone else to help you with your bookkeeping, right? Very, very key. Um, I've always recommended Quick, very, very good system um, to utilize. And QuickBooks has many certified QuickBooks accountants and bookkeepers who will at the very least be able to help you get set up. The next thing is create a business map for yourself. This is especially needed to know exactly where you're going and the resources needed to get there. And part of your your business map is creating your sales goals. We just talked about that a little bit earlier, but creating your sales goals, knowing how you're going to generate your leads, that's all a part of your business map, knowing your marketing strategy, your structure, your workflow, all of those things is a part of your business map, okay? And then next, identify what is stopping you from reaching your full potential, okay? Oftentimes, I find that women, we stand in our own way from reaching our full potential because we, we have this cocky attitude about wanting to do everything ourselves, not trusting anyone, um, been there, done that, doesn't work, right? And so you have to let go in order to grow. Very important. The next thing I want to encourage you in building your foundation for a profitable business is you've got to create your power team. So as you let go to grow, one of the things that's going to help you is learning how to leverage the talent and potential of other people. Take note, I said learning how to leverage, not learning how to abuse and use, right? Properly vetting the right professionals to service your business is going to help you, queens, to grow your business exponentially. The right team will bring value to your business and add overall profits. Very, very important. But you can't wait until the last minute to try to find the right person for something that you need to do tomorrow, right? You have to vet. And vetting means that you're going to take the time to find people in different types of professions, whether they're graphic designers, whether they are trademark specialists, whether they are book writers, copywriters, whether they have expertise in social media, you're going to take the time to find these people. Um, and you can often go to others whom you admire their social media, for example, or you like the way their website looks. You often can go to people that, that are all around you in business and ask them who's doing their work. And usually they don't have a problem with referring or sharing if they feel that person is really doing a good job for them, right? So that's what your power team is all about. It's not necessarily you saying verbally to that person, you need to be on my power team. It's the power team basically just represents a word to let you know that you have compiled a group of professionals that when you need them, they're there, they're available, they're listed in your phone, they know who you are, you have vetted them and talked with them, you know their service fees, you know about their services, you've seen their work, and you're happy with that. And so, therefore, they're all in your phone, and when you need them, they are there. Very important. Next is put effort into your customer service. I can't talk about this enough. Why? 
I think customers and clients will keep your business going. So it's important to have a good communication system in place for them. This includes the support ticket system. Some type of system, so as they know it, have it clearly stated on your website for support here. I think that's very key. Next is being a savvy networker. Hey, no woman in the island, no woman stays alone. Connections will get you far. But it's the right kind of connection. Ten network events before you connect with others. Know, do a little homework and know whether or not these people are compatible with, with the type of connections that you are looking for. It will save you a lot of time and effort. Your network is a collection of your alliances, and oftentimes many of your referrals are going to come from your network, okay? Next is take action. Ladies, continuous growth is always a must in achieving the profit margins that you hope to attain, right? So at the very most, you've got to make timelines and deadlines for when you hope to achieve your goals and keep going at it. You've always got to be in a mode of action. Being the queen of action is necessary in building your empire. Last but not least, hold yourself accountable. You've got to learn to track your progress, tasks on your strategy that are working and what is not. Anything that's costing you more than you are earning from it has to be reevaluated. And as anything in life, Queen, you need the correct strategy, determination, and mindset to get you there. You know, getting rid is definitely attainable, but it is how you go about it that makes the difference. Oh, yes. And remember what I said, you can't say yes to every good thing, right? There you have it. And I hope that you guys took some notes and that you were able to really grasp my sharing of of this topic, you know, of of the difference between, you know, um, trying to get rich quick and profitability and actually what it means. Well, we've come to the end of the show today, and I certainly hope that you guys have had um, a really great time and that you have taken some notes uh, as, as I've shared with you all about quick riches versus profitability. We talked about strategic planning. We talked about following up how important that is. And so I want to wish you a very profitable and abundant week this week. And remember, take off your shoes of fear, put on your shoes of courage, and step far beyond your comfort zone, because there in lies your success. This is Freena Newby with Women About Biz, signing off. Bye-bye.